This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all A Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Who gonna check me, bro? And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld (laughs) On this lovely snowy Tuesday, apparently It is very snowy. I'm staring at it coming down right now, but wow! You know what? Times times are changing. The weather outside is weather. <laughs> the winds they the winds have changed. They are a blow in the snow. Right? In. How are you? Like a are you a snow person, or, yes. or would you rather not? Okay. Yeah. No, well, it's funny because I'm also like a beach person, but I'm not the type of person that hates the cold. Like I love the cold. Love okay. It. Okay, I don't. I like the cold, but I find snow to be really inconvenient. Like, yeah, I well, would prefer, I find that way about rain. I think rain's really inconvenient. I would prefer just like a crisp, chilly day. Oh, with no precipitation. Oh yeah. Um. You know what I hate when people are like Dylan. It's been a while. Remember, like last year. It's not funny to say. Now we used to like talk about weather like every episode. <laughs> we did we've come so far now we're just talking about it again once a week i hate when people are like (laughs) so excited for the summer and then when the summer comes it's like oh it's so hot and then they're like so excited for the (laughs) winter and they're like fuck the cold i hate it see i have i have gotten to the point in my life i feel like i used to do that and now i am comfortable saying i am not that much of a summer person i I enjoy certain things about summer, but I I prefer when it's not hot outside. You know, it we just hate is more sweating. It's more comfortable and, you know, I feel confident saying that. So you will never catch me, Barry, and you can hold me to this. You will never catch me being like, "Ugh, I just can't wait for it to be like hot outside." Cuz that's not <laughs> how I feel. I would pref- you know, believe you, but I will hold you to that. Okay, fine. Um, listeners, you may hold me to that as well. Um, there's no kind of bet being made, but nope. um, I will I will eat my words if I... Um, okay, speaking of cold weather, though, we got the trailer for Kyle Richards' new Peacock movie, Housewives of the North Pole. I gotta say, it looks fun. I'm excited. Comes out next week. I mean, week. Kyle, next step, Oscar. <laughs> I don't know if this will be Oscar eligible, but maybe there's like... Uh, you know, like a straight-to-streaming holiday movie version of the Emmys. Like, she could be competing with, like, a... With, like, a... What's her name? Candace Cameron Bure or something for a holiday Emmy. Oh, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I'd give like, it Lacey Kyle. Chabert in her Hallmark movies is going to be, like, <laughs> competing. Like, that could be an Emmy category. Why isn't it? Why should I'm it? Act- it should be. Yeah, that's true. I'm actually excited because she's starring in it with Betsy Brandt. I love Betsy Brandt because she's uh, one of the stars of Breaking Bad. So, oh uh, yeah, see, I I'm not like up on really who Betsy Brandt is. But Kyle, <laughs> Kyle, I'm excited for. Um, 
But yeah, it comes out next week. Um, we'll, we should watch it and talk about it when it's out. Oh my um, God, I thought you were going to say we should watch it together. Like in the office, we should make like a little fort. Oof. Yeah, but hard me, pass. No, we, we could. That would be fun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not. Um, okay, so today we have kind of a stacked list of things to talk about, but I feel like each of them is like really like a manageable, you know, portions. Totally. <laughs> we have a lot on our pl- we have a lot of different things on our plate, but neither none of them are like that hard to digest because we've got Portia's fi- Okay, actually it's The Real Housewives of Atlanta, Portia's Family Matters because I was looking I was looking on the schedule for like when it premiered and they right. had it listed. It just said Real Housewives of Atlanta and then I had to like I had to do like an extra layer of research to be like, okay, yeah, that's Porsche's thing. Like, wait, that's so funny you said that because that happened to me with the Jen Shaw documentary. I was typing in Jen <laughs> Shaw and you could not do that. It like, yeah, Hulu's like, we don't, <laughs> Hulu's like, we don't do that. I had to like look up what it was called. I was like, oh, come on, I don't have time um, for this. But, but so we're going to talk about that a little bit. We're going to talk Vanderpump Rules. Of course, there was a new episode tonight after a week off, and we have Below Deck to talk about. So, uh, you know, lots of, lots of content. I wouldn't say any of this is like the 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 most explosive content that Bravo is giving us right now. But you know, it's it's all there. There are no small parts, only small actors. And um, <laughs> how did you feel about this first episode of Portia's Family Matters? Listen, it was cute. It was quirky. It was fun whatever but i didn't think it was yeah anything with anything to be honest i feel like i think it'll get better i okay. didn't think it was a strong premiere i think it's it's a little bit of an odd position because so much of this first episode and presumably the whole season is about right porsche's crazy relationship situation and what went down with Portia and si- and Simon and what's the timeline and then how does Dennis feel and all of social media is talking. And of course, this is, you know, relevant information that we all wanted, you know, when this relationship was happening, we were like, what's going on? How is this working? All of this stuff. But I like it's hard to watch it and not just feel like I wish this was just a, a storyline on Real Housewives of Atlanta. Yeah. So it's a little bit like. I'm glad we're getting this footage, but I sort of don't necessarily, I like, I wish it was just kind of like being added to housewives versus like a whole separate show that we have to watch. That being said, I, I didn't not enjoy the episode. Like I still thought it was a fine episode. I think Portia is great. She's a lot of fun. I've always liked Portia's sister and Portia's mm-hmm. mom. Um, Miss I Diane. Do, Miss Diane, um, I like the cousin Londi that we see. Yes. Um, and I also, I do appreciate that both Dennis and Simon are like fully involved in this show. It does seem like everybody in Portia's life is pretty much cooperating with this spinoff. So at the very least, we are going to get kind of like the full picture of her co-parenting situation, how Simon and Dennis are reacting to each other, sort of how Portia's family is, you know, responding to this new relationship. Like, it feels like we're getting kind of the full story. It just is like, okay, like, I don't know. It, like, what, if this season's like 10 episodes long, it's like, do we really need like 10, 10 hours of this? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I liked how, 
like what you said, I like how Dennis is in it. It shows that like they're on good terms, whatever. But I think they, I don't, it's an important thing to focus on, but they focused a little too much of like the timeline of her and Simon's relationship. And like, yeah. they, they didn't make it clear. They didn't make it any more clear than what like the audience already knew. Right. Like, I think the basic bullet points are, no, he's not technically divorced yet, mm-hmm. but according to them, they there was no cheating element. Like, he was, they were, you know, he and Fallon were, you know, broken up, separated, whatever the word is, by the time Portia and Simon got together. And they did get engaged really quickly after they started dating. So I think, you know... Two weeks, was it, they said? <laughs> Yeah, it was like, you know, there was kind of a, a, it seems a little iffy whether it was like three weeks, a month, two, you know, it was clearly very quick that they were getting serious. And, you know, because she was telling Dennis that she was dating a guy and then very quickly after that they were engaged. But it's like, that's actually how it happened. It's not like she was keeping it from anybody. Um, You know what I thought was funny? Um, The fact that her and Fallon allegedly weren't they the ones that were friends like apparently then they were never yeah. friends so they're friends but then Portia's the one that slid into simon's dms to see if like he was okay after like they announced yeah yeah <laughs> so it's like okay so you weren't there wasn't any cheating that happened but it's still like a little bit odd that you were kind of at least on tv you were portrayed as fallon's friend and then clearly in this divorce, it's almost like what you saw, like an opportunity to shoot your shot with Simon. Like, I don't necessarily have a problem with the way anything went down, but I don't necessarily think that them trying to explain it more really makes it sound any less of a weird situation because it just is. Right. Um, but yeah, I also it's it's funny to see that Dennis and Lauren are like oh, pretty yeah. close and it almost seems I feel like this could be a dynamic on the show where it kind of feels sometimes like Lauren is taking Dennis's side in things a little bit. Um, And, you know, they're kind of, you know, Portia's talking to Londi while Dennis is talking to Lauren and it's like, okay, like. Yeah, but Lauren just was in it for the hot dogs. (laughs) Honestly, I kind of, I kind of want a hot dog right now. Oh my God. You should totally get one at a, at a vendor, a street vendor outside. Aren't those like the best hot dogs? Eh. Tech, like in New York, <laughs> I don't know. My stomach pretzels is not that are, strong. Pretzels are. Um, I can't oh, speak yeah. for hot dogs. About yeah, that. I don't know about the street meat. I would, I would have to, I would have to think about that long and hard, and I would have to be close to a toilet. But um, <laughs> I have plans later. I can't be doing that. Um, <sighs> but yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm down to keep watching. I'm down to keep seeing uh, how this show goes. I don't have really strong feelings one way or the other. But well, what do you think about? this whole birthday post do you think it was supposed to be as dramatic as it seemed do you think it could have been solved easily if he just showed her beforehand if Portia maybe picked out the pictures beforehand I'm not too sure I mean I think it's a tough thing if you if you didn't watch the episode basically Simon posts this birthday Instagram for Portia and it's a slideshow of photos that Portia had said were supposed to be private moments between them it like their first kiss like she got a tattoo of his middle name all this stuff um and she basically was like i asked him to have me approve any photos of us that he was going to post and obviously he didn't and 
You know, I have mixed feelings because it's like I do think, you know, if you're engaged, clearly, you know, it it is a public relationship. Um, but I think Portia does have a lot more experience with kind of doing things in the public eye. And so I understand why she wants to be careful with the stuff that's out there. And I, I think that I would like to see Simon, you know, be a little more respectful of her wishes and stuff I like that. I agree with that com- entire aspect. But on the other hand, I think we're a little too old. Not we, I'm not <laughs> their age, but too old to be like, quote unquote, approving birthday posts. Like, yeah, no, I, I think I agree. Like, I think the idea of like approving the post is a little (laughs) childish, but like, if you want to post the picture of like our first kiss, run it by me, like ask if it's okay. I don't need to like spell check the caption, but like, which I think she might have anyway, though, because, (laughs) (laughs) okay, we, yeah, so we'll see, we'll see what happens with Portia's family matters. I, I, I have not decided how I feel about it yet, but to be to be continued I feel like we've all had that moment where you're at somebody's wedding and you're looking around the food the venue the music the overall vibe and you're making like that mental checklist of if I were planning a wedding right now maybe you are maybe you aren't what would I want to copy from this what would I want to change what would I want to tweak well I've been a part of my fair share of weddings over the years and I know just how stressful the process can be you go from that newly engaged bliss to overwhelmed by invitation paper and flower colors in the blink of an eye but using Zola helps with wedding planning from start to finish and makes every decision easier so you can stay in your bliss. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake, Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and even maybe enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Zola helps couples plan the wedding they really want with tons of unique features and personalized recommendations based on a couple's preferences every Zola wedding is as unique as the couple planning it. They've thought of everything you'll need and have built every tool to get you to I do, including customized checklists to get you moving, keep you on track, and prepare you for what's next. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A dot Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they're the only shapewear that won't ever roll down no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honeylove on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com MIA. When talking about shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their Signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering just the perfect amount of compression. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at Honey honeylove.com slash MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honeylove. Should we talk about Vanderpump Rules? Yeah, let's 
can do it. Let's do it. I saw you tweet, Barry. I saw you tweet. I tweeted I... and then I deleted it. Oh, you because, did? Yeah, I did. I tweet. So I'm going to be honest. I tweeted that I'd never thought I'd say this, but I am very bored watching this season of Vanderpump Rules. And you guys know it's like one of my favorite shows. I, I love it, but I am bored. Like, So why'd you delete it? Because I like... I don't know. I was like, you know what? Maybe this. I don't know. I'll tweet it again. How about that? You're like, you You felt I, mean. You felt like it was mean. I mean, if that's the meanest thing I could say, then sure, that's fine. But I, I don't know <laughs> why. I deleted it. I'm like, maybe should I take it back? I don't know. But I'm going to tweet I it will, again. I will say with my, with my full chest, I will say this episode is fucking boring. And I think <laughs> this scene, I think this season... Horrible. Having last week off of Vanderpump Rules, I gotta say, not like I didn't miss it last week. I mean, whatever. I was, you know, it was Thanksgiving. It was the holiday. I wouldn't have been like chomping at the bit to watch Vanderpump Rules no matter <laughs> what. But sitting down to watch this episode, it's been two weeks since we it was last on. And watching the scenes from last episode, I was like, okay, I haven't thought about that. Forgot about that. Yeah, they that's still happening. They had another cocktail tasting. Another cocktail tasting. And I, for the life of me, we are now in episode nine of this season. The fact that we are still arguing over the name Schwartz and Sandys <sighs> is unforgivable to me. I I would understand if that conflict had launched like a deeper feud that was uh-huh. going to continue. I mean, that happened, like we, you know, world wars are started by one little incident and that's great. I mean, world wars are not great, but like, <laughs> think you know what I'm also saying? might be that's, started by a little bigger incidences. Well, world know? war one was started by, right. Our, you know, the Duke was whatever. Um, Bullshit. <laughs> but the fact that they have kept arguing about this one specific thing, even when they've said several episodes ago that the name was final, it was decided it's going to be Schwartz and Sandys. I'm sorry. I am team Katie in a lot of this stuff, but that should have been the end of it. If you, if Tom and Tom have both agreed that they are fine with this name, then I don't want to hear about the name anymore. I think it's a bad name, but clearly I'm not going to do anything to change it. And I would rather see them argue about something else. Right. So I'm glad you said that about Katie, because for a long time, past seasons, especially more recently, I do not like Katie. Like I I didn't like Katie, I should say. Sorry. And then um, this season, I was like, okay, but I have never seen someone meet like not her. Her point in the show is to be. If she wasn't married to Tom Short, she would not be on this show. I'm sorry. Like, yeah. so that her fighting, and that's the truth, her fighting about this constantly or bringing this up is her, that's her, What? like, what else is there? She, well, her I think and Tom, she's yeah. mad because her and Tom are supposed to open a sandwich shop. Leave that for next season, honey. Like, I can't. And I think it's tough because I really do think Tom Sandoval needs to check the way he speaks to her. And I think that their relationship is really toxic and i think that tom sandoval plays a big part in that and i think that schwartz should be i think that schwartz should be a little bit more on katie's side i think he he is really stressed out 
by the idea of Tom Sandoval being mad at him. And so then he kind of like retreats into that a little bit and doesn't stick up for Katie, even when it would be appropriate. But I think that also Katie, you know, needs to put on the big girl pants and like stop giving a shit about this thing that really doesn't have anything to do with her. And it's just making her upset. And it's like, then, and I'm glad that by the end of this episode, she's like, okay, then I'm just not going to be involved. And it's like, okay, yeah, that's probably for the best. Right. Um, And I think <sighs> what you were saying about how she wouldn't be on the show, it is to think about, you know, it was always the, um, you know, the witches of WeHo, whatever. And before this season with Stassi and Kristen, it did always feel like Katie was kind of like the third, the third lead, you know, like right. Stassi was kind of the queen bee. Kristen was like the messiest one. And then Katie was kind of like the third one. And and mean. Yeah. But it's like in terms of like the plot and the drama, she was kind of the the third fiddle. And so then the fact that Kristen and Stassi were not brought back this season, all of a sudden it's like Katie is kind of supposed to be the lead. And I don't, it's not even a, it's not even a thing of me disliking Katie because I don't really dislike Katie. I think Katie is, Katie is good for what Katie is good for, but I don't think she is really meant to be the top person on the show. And I think it's, it's tough because this season, obviously I think, you know, sort of Katie, Lala, and Sheena are like equal on the top tier. And I think it's, I think Katie would be more comfortable in a position where there was a little more of an ensemble around her versus like her being the star. Right. And her saying that she's not, I 100% disagreed with the fact that she didn't go to the cocktail tasting because you going is you supporting your husband and like Mm -hmm. still going the fact that you can't separate that because you're not involved you don't you're not involved in the opening of the bar is just was ridiculous to me and the fact that she also is now choosing tom and tom were probably going to open another bar anyway they were talking about it for a while so i don't think the fact that him opening a bar with sandoval is replacing the fact that him and katie want to do something together i think it just needs to be one business venture at a time yeah and then also, also let's be real clearly tom and katie don't have the finances to do their own thing right now. right so he's kind of like doing what's in their best interest but it's funny because when ariana was in her confessional and she's like if i were katie she goes which which i am because she's in the same position as her yeah she's like i would be pissed too i get it like in that circumstance but i just i think yeah this is i i cannot see another episode of them fighting over this same situation it's it's actually ridiculous yeah and then i also i didn't really get her her and sheena's disagreement because at the end of the episode, she needed something else to. Fu- I'm telling, it was never been more obvious. I was like, wait, and it was so typical. Back to like se- early season, she when she like pulled Sheena over to the side, and she was like, "So, did you like do?" And I was like, "What's the point of this? Why are we being mean girls like about this?" And it's she very was very weird. So Katie is mad because Sheena didn't want to talk shit about yeah. Tom Sandoval. That, that, I can't. Like, I don't have anything else. Like it's just. It's like it's, oh, I mean, like I just. I don't at know. Another themed party, by the way. We have oh Burning God. Man this week. <laughs> and everybody, they're in their little speedos, and I just. 
I actually, I, I, I felt for Sheena in that moment with Brock when she was saying, yeah. you know, all of these themed parties really are stressful to me because I don't feel, you know, these themed parties are all like implied that you're dressing like kind of sexy or slutty or whatever. That it's like, right. oh, we're doing like Coachella and everybody's going to wear their little outfits and we're doing Burning Man and everybody's going to wear their little outfits or like Femme Fatale, wear your hot dress. And like Sheena is just in a place where she doesn't really feel like any of that is what she wants to be wearing or what she's going to be confident in. And it's tough when every time the friend group is together, it's like put on your hot little outfit. And it's like, I totally, I totally can relate to that, that it's like, I would rather just be able to wear what I want to wear and have fun. And the fact that it's not helping is that everyone's like, Oh my God, Lala, you snap back. Cause they had babies like yeah. so close together. But you know what? Also, this reminds me of who might as well talk about selling sunset at this point, because, but everyone like is going <laughs> oh, yeah. after Christine and they're like bashing her because her body bounced back. And they're like saying how she, it's like not a real, like way for women to look that everyone's bodies are different. Yeah. She's not like doing anything to like, empower women differently it's like people even commented on sheena's picture she said like oh you shouldn't be wearing that and in sheena's head she was like oh you're probably right fuck you who are you to say what people should wear these keyboard warriors i I have really this season of selling sunset i have really not enjoyed the way every time christine is on screen there has to be commentary on oh my god you look amazing you would never know you were pregnant oh my god how did you have a like so rude there, There is a way to compliment somebody and to say that somebody is looking great, looks, you know, whatever, without making it about, how did you already lose the baby weight? Or, like, you look so skinny. Like, I feel like we we need to get to a place in our society where we can uplift people and compliment them and make them feel good without tying it to your body looks as thin as I remember and you had a baby. So that's really impressive. Like it's weird and it's gross. And I mean, aside from all of the theories about her, like not actually being pregnant or, you know, like that's a whole separate can of worms, but it's like, stop commenting on people's bodies like that. It's weird. It's bizarre. It's bizarre. It's weird. And Sheena, like for the record, you look hot as fuck. Sheena's a beautiful woman. And like, I, it's okay to be in a position where you don't feel a hundred percent. I mean, she had a whole ass baby and she's, you know, going through it. It's still a pandemic. They, their whole life was displaced for a year because they weren't filming, you know, all of this stuff. Like Sheena is, Sheena is doing what she needs to do. And it seems like she is being a great mom and you know, she's happy with Brock and I just, Everybody shut the fuck up about Shishu, you know? Please do. Speaking of Brock, there is something I wanted to bring up because Uh I was not pleased with what he said this episode. And I know, obviously, I was Mm -hmm. saying we were not happy with him in the beginning, but I was like, eh, maybe blah, blah, blah. When I have, I I have a trucker mouth. I curse a lot, whatever. But he said he does too, which is fine. But he said the R word and kind of just like oh, did he? slid it off. Yeah. And like oh, kind of that. just like sl- he's like, yeah, whatever. I like say this. And even one of the boys was like, did you just say that? And he was like, and there are just certain things you don't say or joke about. No, and that uh-uh. like got me really pissed off because you that's just not 
I don't know. It's not the same as saying fuck. You know, no, absolutely. No, that's yeah, that's not cool. I was when I was watching um, old episodes of Miami recently, I noticed both Larsa and Joanna Krupa said that word. I'm just like, yeah, if you go back and watch a lot of old shows, (laughs) I think Joe, I think um, Joe Judice was like a big uh, R word user in the past as well. But yeah, I mean, this is Vanderpump Rules. This season we're watching was filmed in 2021. Like, get with the fucking program. Curse as much as you want, but cursing is different than using like a slur, and we don't do that. Um, Okay, thank you, guys. Thanks for coming to our TED Talk today. We have covered a lot of. Thank you for coming to our TED Talk. um, And James Kennedy, best of luck, not smoking weed. I was just gonna say the one who has like was the most well behaved this episode, coming to Katie's defense, talking to someone to be sober. Which, by the way. I think we all knew he was what they called California sober, which is like, is that a th- is it's a thing? I guess it's a real thing. But I think he's like trying really hard yeah. to figure out what he could do to make himself better. I think that's his problem is that he can't do it himself. Yeah. So he's like reaching out to people who he knows are in his corner, which I'm that's great for him yeah, to that be guy, doing. That guy, Peter, who was friends with his dad, seemed like a good person for him to be talking to because they you know, he has experience kind of being around that like party culture and being sober. Um, Can we just film an episode in the freaking back alley? That's all we want. <laughs> James like went to pick up Raquel <laughs> when she was on her break. <sighs> Lisa wasn't even in this episode. Like one sit like for a second. Lisa was Lisa was in that one episode at Sir where it was funny because clearly they had planned out like Charlie was going to come to the table and give her little updates and then Raquel was gonna go, was gonna stop by, and then James was gonna come in. It's like they had to like triple dip. Like, okay, Lisa's gonna be at Sir, so we have to schedule these three little scenes to happen right now. Like, I miss Peter. I miss him. Like, someone bringing Lisa her rosé or her tea, depending on the time of day. Like, if you want us to come, like, we will. Co- we will be in a cam. We will make a cameo. We will do what needs to be done for this show. I know we weren't at we weren't at Tom Tom at all this episode. Yeah, it's fucked it's, up. Yeah. Anyway, let's, below deck, coming in strong. Let's go. Yeah, let's chat about. I yeah, <laughs> Jennifer, I can't talk more about Vanderpump Rules. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back, and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms 
symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. Splash refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week, grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Below Deck, we're on Charter. This Charter is fun, I gotta they say. I like so these. so nice. And they seem, the, the primary woman, especially the blonde lady, she is like so into all of the food that Rachel's cooking. They seem like the kind of guests where they have a lot of money to spend they want to have a good time, but they're not like overly particular about right. the service and stuff like that, which has to be just like kind of the most fun. That has to be kind of the ideal charter because they just are. And the biggest tip. Yeah. 25 K's baby. This, the fact that Randy, the the birthday man, the primary <laughs> only is tan tanning is seems like his full-time job and the fact that he made sure to put sunscreen on his nose and lips and that is it while he's roasting like a chestnut in the sun was my favorite part of the episode he's been tanned since the 60s (laughs) (laughs) oh my god the yeah we had crazy winds this episode Crazy yeah. with oh my god the trampoline when it was just like flying across the ocean was really stressful. I was honestly glad that it really truly was no one's fault. Like it yes. ripped off. You oh could tell god. Captain Lee was about to rip someone's freaking head off, and they and Reina was like, "It snapped off." Like it snapped, the, like holding no, it. Every time they showed that in the preview, I was like, "Oh my god, I don't want to see Captain Lee yell again." <sighs> and he didn't have to, which was great. Yeah, it was a good charter. There was you know Heather was a little pissed off that the tongs weren't coming out with the food. Um, which I do, I kind of agree with Raina that it's like, if you're asking the deck crew to help out with service, that the extent of that is that they're going to carry something to the table. It's not their job to be like checking to make sure everything is in place. Correct. I agree with that. Raina was like, I work outside. Like I am, everything should have been lined up for them ready to go. The fact that even though I think none were even clean, because the fact that Frazier is bringing like ice tongs to the table, <laughs> there was about to lose right. her mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I, I feel like Heather is talking too much shit about too many people on the boat in close quarters. And I have said that multiple times, but it's just uncomfortable because you're 
Well, higher up. Yeah, and then she. Well, so she and she and Fraser have seemed really comfortable talking shit about Jessica with each other, but then after Jessica gets that weird shout out from Captain Lee at the tip meeting, Fraser is kind of talking shit about Jessica, which that has been the dynamic that Heather is cool with that. And then later in the episode, Heather is complaining to can't remember who she was complaining to, but she's basically like talking shit about Frasier for talking shit about Jessica. And it's like, no, 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 no. If you're, if you're setting the expectation for Frasier that you two can talk shit about the other person on your team, then you can't really get mad at him for doing that because you were doing it too. I agree. It's, it's, it's weird. Cause I can't tell. She doesn't seem trustworthy in that sense where it's like, are you my friend or are you my boss? Like, I don't know. And it's a time right. for, for that. But it, I was, it, I was laughing when Frazier was like, Oh, do you want me to, can you put me in laundry so I can really? get a shout out? Cause that was actually funny what he said, but Captain Lee didn't give her a compliment on like her job. He saw that she's a bit timid. She's quiet compared to the other people. So like when he saw her at the dinner with the wig, like he was like just nice saying, to see you oh. coming out of your shell. Yeah, like he didn't like compliment her. Like, wow, my pants were extra ironed this morning. Or like, great job yeah. tucking in the sheets. He didn't do that. Yeah, it's funny. Fraser's like, so if I just look sad for a day and then look <laughs> happy, I'll get a gold star. Okay, noted. Um, I love him. We got to talk about this night out, which was not terribly eventful, except we're in the car back to the yacht when they dare Jake and Frazier to kiss, and they do, and they seem kind of into it, and Jake is, you know, he's sexually comfortable, he's comfortable being sexual, um, <laughs> and both of them have no recollection of this happening, <laughs> which I, is just so messy. I thought that was funny when Heather was showing the video and Frazier, you can tell like truly he was like, what? Like he didn't yeah. know, but listening to them both talk about it. Like Frazier had a completely different idea of what Jake might think about that kiss. And I don't think Jake thinks that at all where he's like, Jake probably thinks I'm into him now, but I don't think that's the idea of like the effect of the kiss. I think it was just all fun. Yeah. I, yeah, I it's hope so. To clear the air, I, I, I guess. I like. I was glad that Fraser's reaction was kind of concern for how Jake would feel about it, right. and their friendship with each other. Because, I mean, I could see being in that situation and being like, "Oh my god!" Like, I was so sloppy. Like you know, it's going to be so awkward between us. And he's like, no, I don't want Jake to be like uncomfortable around me because he thinks that it's like a whole thing. Um, so I'm hoping you know that they don't, th I'm hoping that they can like continue being friends and that it won't be that big of a deal. They saw each other that morning. They were joking about the mm -hmm. hair, their hair. And then they both found out they made out. So it was almost like nothing happened anyway, but I think they're both pretty cool. And like, it'll be fine if, they yeah. talk about it, but um, <sighs> drama on the high seas, man. Oh Lord, you're telling me. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, glad glad we have our boat, Daddy. Uh, oh, <laughs> boat daddy. 
Well, oh, Eddie lit his hair on fire. We didn't even say that. That was like well. not funny, like at all. I was no, like, and he still lit the cigar with the blowtorch. I'm like, get a fucking lighter or a match or something. Anything else besides that. But speaking of boat daddy, guys, we have a new, we're just coming out with hats left and right. And we have we our have boat hat, daddy yeah. hat that has been flying off. Can't boat say the shelf daddy. because it's not in stores. It's online only, but it's been flying off the site. Well, there's like a shelf in the warehouse or in the yeah. wherever. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how that works. <laughs> But it's, it's been flying off the virtual shelves. It's, um, su- it's been flying off from the wind, like the trampoline. But it's super cute, super cute for pics, super cute to wear on a boat. Betches.co slash Bravo merch to check out our whole Bravo collection. Um, yeah, you it's got, a good, you guys t- good time to get all of our coasters. All of them. Oh, all really? of them out. Every <gasps> every last one. Love to, love to hear it. Except out with new ones, though. Okay. Um, don't Barry, don't tell the people what, what's coming. <laughs> don't spoil anything. Just kidding. We have not designed them yet. Um, <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening. We will be back on Thursday with another episode. We're going to have that Orange County premiere that we're going to be talking about and Oof. Ultimate Girls Trip. It's going to be just just a delight. So don't, don't miss it. And make sure that you rate, review, and follow the show so you don't miss it. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches and... Just be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.